Welcome to the Digital Report Podcast, where you discover how to connect, influence, and inspire in the digital age. The role of stories are going to be higher. If the logical information, it's just going to be there. But AI still hadn't, hasn't figured out how stories work, how powerful stories are. So if you think of a story by one of my favorite authors, like Franz Kafka or, or Anton Chekhov, AI still ha- hasn't reached this way of making f- people feel emotional and think without logic, mm-hmm. by using like a literature way, like storytelling and like something that goes beyond uh, just logic and yeah. encyclopedia encyclopedic information something that has to do more with myth and storytelling and and yeah so this i don't think ai will reach this point welcome to another digital report podcast i'm jitinder palahar and today i've got a really cool conversation about ai with ben pines now ben he's the director of content at a company called ai 21 labs and these guys have developed something called um, WordTune, which is a really interesting AI text-based uh, writing tool that we're going to have a conversation about as well. So Ben is always striving to create good content in both engage that is both engaging and informative, and he's always looking forward to for creative and original ways to present information. And funnily enough. If I'm writing right, that sentence was actually created by one of your AI tools as well, wasn't it? So that's true. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, Ben. Welcome to the Digital Report Podcast. Um, how are you today? I'm great. Thanks, Jatinder, for uh, having me and uh, excited to to talk about AI and writing and everything. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. So let's just dive straight in. I mean, one one of the undertones with like the whole Digital Report project when I started it was about you know, creating rapport, not just online, but offline. But one of the other things was also emerging technologies and how the future is creating technologies which allow us to interact in a different way, to connect with our audience, to connect with people. And now we know that this whole AI chat thing is like just blown up, right? And it's gone totally insane. So with that, with the future of AI, what what what's what do you think is happening for like, the digital marketing world and for content writing, where do you think it's all going with from your understanding of things? Well, this is a big question, but what's been happening recently is that this industry has been developing super fast. Like everything is happening and and changing and the rate of advancement, how these tools and language models are advancing is spectacular. And it's frankly hard to pick up. I know because I'm having a lot of conversations with our customers, it's hard to kind of, you know, you have people who are business owners or freelancers and they need to take care of their business, but also stay up to date with technology. So what's happening is a bit of chaos. And this is usually what happens when a new technology comes in. And I think what's going to happen is that this uh, industry is going to stabilize and, you know, develop like certain niches and certain uh, like structured industries Uh, and then we're gonna be able to see the picture uh more clearly but in the meantime we do need to kind of develop a a, a quick look at what is going on and what is happening and 
uh, that's what I'm trying to do uh, for myself and and also for the audience that I that I speak to in in podcasts and in my LinkedIn yeah. uh, page. No, absolutely. I mean, like what we're hearing just you know with all this chat gpt because obviously that's kind of like a big one that's steered people towards this is you know um how business owners how copyright like you said are wondering okay how is this going to affect our businesses how are we going to be able to write content when potentially ai will be able to generate it like you, you have people who are striving towards becoming writers who want to um you know be creatives and whatnot and are they could they potentially be feeling that what's the point because potentially an amateur could go in create something um without actually knowing the craft of writing and and whatnot but like what what what's that what's that look like from your and i know we're you know going okay. towards that but how do you feel about the, that the best answer i can give is if you take a bird's eye view of what is happening right now so this technology is able to create full articles with a click, you give it a simple prompt, write me an article about tips for marketing, and it, it churns out a full article. Hmm. Um, but basically, it, this means this is a zero-sum game. If you think about it from a bird's eye view, it's a zero-sum game, because if everyone has it, and every person has that ability to create this sort of article, the meaning of a zero-sum game is that it has no meaning. Like everyone has it, then it has no value mm-hmm. because you have no edge as a, as a producer, as a writer producing this article. You have no edge over just the random person. That's one perspective. The other perspective is once you have this technology, the whole internet is full of articles, infinite articles like this, potentially. Okay, so what if you look at it beyond just the okay it means i have to write to use this technology to churn out articles one by one then you understand that the algorithms of google and and search engines are going to change so they're not gonna flood uh, just random articles that people are going to publish mm-hmm. so now the task the real task then you can understand the the bottom line is the real test is writers need to produce work that it's outstanding of AI, that uses AI, uses the tools to make their writing shorter and fa- faster and, and better, but also they have a, to have another edge to their articles, make it uh, unique from AI in a lot of ways. And unique also means helpful. So when I read the article, when I read your human article based on your experience, I need to get more value than when I read a, an article I, I read in, in ChatGPT. And this is already happening. Mm. If you go to YouTube and search for your favorite YouTuber, mine, one of mine is, is Ali Abdal. <laughs> if you watch his video and then go on Google and search for this a similar topic uh, and get a, an article uh, that's top ranking from one of the major blogs, like, I don't know, HubSpot or I, for, for my experience, I get more value from uh, Ali Abdal's video just because he gives his perspectives, he gives his unique point of view uh, and he, he's done a lot of research uh, to produce his videos. So this is a kind of, when you, when you start 
figuring this puzzle out, you can actually know how you can develop as a professional writer still with this technology, utilize the technology and uh, produce content that stands out and is, you know, thought leadership and, and really draws and, and grows an audience, not just grows traffic, SEO and volume, grows an audience. Uh, absolutely, man. I mean, I mean, it's really interesting what you shared there, because I think I read somewhere um, somebody's talking about Google saying that if you have AI that's producing content and it's getting indexed in the search engines, it's like you said, a zero, zero sum game, because what's the point, what value is it actually adding with a, a machine's generating content, which is the machine is reading and putting out to humans and the humans are just like, it's, it's like this cycle that doesn't actually add value to anyone. So it's mm-hmm. right what you're saying there. And, and, and I know from my understanding that they are creating tools which are designed to detect AI potentially written content as well. What's your, what's your thoughts on that? Like, how can that work against it? Or anybody who decides to utilize AI tools, could the anti-AI tools work against them? Or what, so, any thoughts on that? So these tools basically are still driven to uh, make, like you use those tools to produce content. So you know, when you publish on, on Google, it's going to be uh, n- not detected that you use AI. But basically there's some change that might happen in the actual search engines. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, yesterday I, I ran across an article, the uh, sorry, a LinkedIn post that talked about like a, a, a certain uh, copy copywriting frustration. The fact that uh, there w- there was frustration in copywriting, and I wanted to add a comment on my own. And in the comment, I wanted to give an example of like how copywriting something sometimes uses hipster slang. I know it's a, it j- just. That was the, the idea. So I actually went to Google to find the answer. Like I wanted hipster copywriting examples, something like that. And mm-hmm. what I got was examples of sentences that had the word hipster. Mm-hmm. And then I went to uh, you know one of uh, our own actually AI tools and uh, asked the same question like hipster, sentence examples, and I actually got sentences with the slang of hipsters. So I got the right answer. So there are some keywords, uh, more long tail, and you Mm -hmm. can even uh, think of the longest long tail you can come up with, that uh, these tools are going to be better than uh, search engines because search engines only pick from a limited number of, of websites. Mm-hmm. And these these AI tools have infinite number of permutations. So this might mean that for all the long tails, if you have a really long tail search term that you're searching for, then you, you might get a better answer using uh, an AI tool yeah. than using search engines. And I don't know what this will do for for uh, for search. You know, so this this might change the whole the whole game, the whole SEO game. And again, it comes down to if you want to build a business, build an audience, you're going to have to focus more on gaining the trust and, and the followership rather right. than, you know, uh, getting SEO uh, ranking. That, that's, uh, so, 
that's such a valid point because you, you, I was just thinking as you were sharing that I was thinking that like at the moment obviously people you know if you look at say they create content because they want to rank their blog or rank something where people are going to learn about something but with these new AI chats you can just literally type it in and it will almost like bring out the best solution for the context in which you've put the term in right so does that mean that potentially websites be, could with the blogging side of things become a bit redundant but then the other question you raise is that whole thing about well where's the creativity in that and how are you getting the real experience of it um so that's going to be a very interesting interesting phase isn't it for sure like because search engines have become the standard and have been a bit, you know google is a huge the, the biggest company in the world and it's it's built on that the fact that people search on google uh, so this is going to uh, but it's not the only way people search like people nowadays start searching on tiktok and uh, maybe on on youtube and so it's unclear how it's going to uh, develop, but as a freelancer, as a business, small business owner, you know, you you should have been thinking about social media and email marketing and other types of marketing other than SEO to begin with. But mm. now maybe you need to think about other channels uh, even more uh, closely, like how you're going to build your branding, mm. how how does your content strategy also include um, like, like strategies that not just for traffic, but also for trust and 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 followership and and uh, building an audience. Yeah. Do you, so do you do you think that we're potentially going to go in a direction where it's more about thought leadership and context around what it is that you're trying to do and achieve with the content? Oh. For sure, and I, I can I can maybe share an example. Yeah, go for it. Uh, I can share an example. So, so can you see uh, the screen? Yep. So this is the you know the the Wordtune editor, our own tool uh, that uh, includes AI, and what we recently released. So until now, so just working. before, sorry, Ben, before you go into that, just for the viewers that are listening, let's let's just talk a bit about that. What is Wordtune for those who okay, don't so, know what it is? Yeah, so Wordtune is an AI writing assistant. Okay, so our mm -hmm. vision is that reading it, we want to transform reading and writing and make it better, uh, 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 so you can write better and, and faster and, and more efficient. Um, but the vision is different than just, I put a prompt in and then I get a full article. We still believe mm. that humans are the best writers. Mm. So the way we built the tool was, you are still at the helm. You're, you have the steering wheel and you set the direction of what you want uh, to write. Because if you, write, if you churn out an article and then it's so good and an interviewer comes in and asks you, okay, why, why did you write what you wrote in paragraph two? And you have no idea because you didn't write the article. That's the problem. <laughs> so what's the alternative that still uses the power of AI? So I just, I, I, I have an idea. I mm -hmm. have a thought. I always start an article with a hook. Okay. And then I can yeah. expand this, this sentence with these spices uh, that, that we, but that's what we call them spices. So I can, I can uh, 
choose the explain one. So just for the so the listeners who are listening to this podcast, basically what Ben's doing, he's giving an example of the interface of WordTune where he started to type in something and then he's got something called spices, which basically are like little commands almost little commands that can expand on the content that's being writing uh, being written sorry so yeah ca- carry on ben exactly so so it now gave me this paragraph a hook is an interesting and attention grabbing statement you know so much of what we write is we have a thought but we want to expand it to make it easier mm-hmm. for the reader so you can see it it gave me this uh, example which i i look over and see do i prove it do i accept it do I need another suggestion? Mm-hmm. Okay, and this way I can slowly progress with the article. Maybe I add a statistical fact. Which is which is always handy because you're writing something and you might think, oh, where can I get a fact for this? Or where can I back what I've just said? Um, so for, so that- for example, uh, one of the biggest uh, health problems is heart disease let's let's try to uh let's try to add a statistic maybe it'll it'll give us so it's just doing a search at the moment it's um it looks like it's just thinking (laughs) it looks like it but it actually does there's a whole process behind it that involves large language models these uh large machines that have billions of parameters and it wrote heart disease i asked for a statistical fact so it wrote heart disease is the leading cause of death for men women and people of most races and ethnic groups in the united states Hmm. and what's great about this and a problem with a, a lot of these tools is that with this you get the citation and the source so i can go and click here and see exactly where this information comes from and and put it of course in my article Okay, so, so, so WordTune is actually like connected to the internet and is pulling, trying to get the information from relevant sources. So how it works is uh, these models have uh, read through the entire internet. Mm-hmm. And this is how with uh, uh, these models, they, they are able to uh, help you produce these uh, paragraphs and, and sentences and, and articles. But with our tool, yeah, it, it also checks back and fact checks all of this information so you can get uh, the, the source and citation and actually know where this is coming from. And it saves you so much time. You don't have to go to Google, search for what you want, do some research. You're in the editor. Everything is in the editor. So this is how, and, and in our own blog, I can just show you because we recently shared it. So I I wrote this article and I actually show how I wrote the entire article Mm. using the same uh, technology of, you can have it to uh, expand on a specific direction you want, or maybe give an example, or perhaps you wanted to emphasize a certain point or even add, add a joke. Add a joke, yeah. <laughs> so, so, so for anyone who might be thinking when they see that, like, how does this differ from, you know, you probably get asked these questions. How does it differ from tools like Jasper AI and Grammarly and the, the ones that are already out there? Because um, 
I hadn't heard of this one, but when I started using it, I, I liked it because especially with the plugin for the browser, because you can be writing something and it, it's got the, you know, the prompts and it can really bring those into your responses. So how does it differ to those existing, even chat GPT? How does it differ to all of those? Great question. So one thing is that you are continuing to point the direction of the article. So if you want to produce thought leadership, Whose thoughts is it? It has to be your thoughts. True. So you have to produce the outline. You have to produce the, the skeleton of the article because your article is saying something. I recently wrote a post, how to write a LinkedIn uh, bio. Mm -hmm. Okay, so, so uh, and I wanted to make it different. Uh, and and that's everything, every piece of writing that you write, you want to make it, different, outstanding, like this is what you say to the world. So uh, this way you progress line by line, paragraph by paragraph, you still have control, you can decide, you can choose and, and direct the machine because these AI tools still don't read our minds. When they read our minds, this is gonna be a different story. You just plug it in and <laughs> until then you have, it's, if you wanna be a good writer, it's like a, a photographer. Are you going to use Instagram and share, do a, a museum with photographs that you made with the filters of Instagram? Or do you, are you going to understand every part of the camera's mechanism and produce uh, photographs that are, you know, uh, um, uh, like emotional and, 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 uh, and I don't know, like uh, have an emotional, emotional impact. So the mm. same is true, it's even more true with writing. If you think of the great writers, like how are you going to try to be like uh, Paul Graham, the essayist or, or Seth Godin, that most of their actual effort wasn't on writing. Most of mm. their effort is on, let's, how can I write a book that changes how people think and think, helps yeah. them? Yeah, yeah. So the, these tools, are, our vision is directly uh, pointing towards uh, this this uh, 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 this direction, and I, I, I frankly I'm surprised that there's not a lot of other companies who who share the same uh, importance. That you don't just churn out articles; you actually AI is amazing at just helping you produce faster. And I was able to produce the the article I mentioned you know, uh, in, in two hours instead of probably four hours that it would take me if I didn't have an, something. And this is true, not just for full blog posts. Like mm -hmm. when you create a website copy, you usually have a line like, uh, you know, our customers uh, uh, love our interface. You, yeah. you want to expand it to a, a paragraph because usually in, in a landing page or in a feature page, you don't have just that line. You have a paragraph. AI is so great at just letting you expand your, your point. Uh, I, I call it like from Yoda speak. You remember Yoda from Star Wars? Yeah. So, yep. uh, you know, uh, so just expanding it to, to her, each human paragraph, it's so, so powerful. And it's going to be the standard of, of writing nowadays. Like there's... Writers are going to use these tools uh, and it's going to help a lot of writers 
just to be on on produce the the top level uh articles and and content mm. and emails and whatever uh content they need absolutely i mean this is this is really fascinating this is one of the things i suppose i i was um intrigued by was that you, you on one side you have like experience and expertise right and on the other side you've got like you're not too sure right so the people who are not too sure they could go into these ai tools and type in something five steps on how to do x and it'll just chunk churn it out right that's they they done it they put it out there nobody's the wiser whether that person is an expert or not but on the expertise side of things and the experience there's a certain point like you said there's a certain point a certain message and certain thoughts that you want to initiate ignite in the other person right and then when you put the, you you try to write something in ai and ai is not going to be able to grasp that right so what that means is that you have to almost like rewrite it recontextualize what you're putting in there in order to try to get it to come out with something that what you're trying to actually express right so with like what you're sharing with this too what i liked about it was that you can start to do that and like you said guide it and direct it into where you're trying to go and then get ai to assist with like how do you expand on these points and in that kind of context this is is this is actually quite brilliant because sometimes you get stuck on like what's a better way of saying this <laughs> right oh yeah yeah so so in the past let's talk about let's take a sales person that sells medical equipment okay in the past that person needed to know their uh, material about medical equipment and how to sell it and all of the you know objections uh, that that their clients are are uh, um, are raising mm-hmm. and how to deal with each objection like you need this medical equipment and it this is good and it, they need to learn all this like tons of material but what they also need because this is the digital age is like producing linkedin posts and producing emails and and website copy and and blog posts etc 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 so they need the skills of selling medical equipment but they also need the, the skills of writing paragraphs and being articulate and being expressive and having native english so they need to have all of those uh, traits and now with the use of ai just focus on understand having the being the best medical equipment salesperson in the world and you'll already have like the snippets of thoughts that you know the direction that you need to point yeah and you use ai to just make it clear for for uh, your audience uh, but you're still like it's a, a quicker and faster way to take your ex- expertise you yeah. know medical equipment and just produce it digitally yeah. share it with the world uh, so absolutely yeah definitely i mean i think that's like one of the the good kind of aspects of it is that like exactly like you said you know you 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 have the experience the expertise so you've put a piece together you've created something some documentation now you might not have the experience of like you said the you know, social media side of it but once you create that document where you've actually put in your facts you've studied you've created the article you can then put that into ai and say now using this content and this context create me a twitter post create me a facebook post create me a title for this so it's all relevant to the content you've just created and that way oh, you yeah. can churn it out quicker right well in terms of repurposing it, there's so much uh, you can do like our mm. our tool besides being able to 
produce the content it's is also a rephraser and paraphraser mm. so you can take you can take a, a paragraph that you wrote for LinkedIn and uh, working has a feature of shortening and expanding and you can actually change it rephrase it change uh, like change the way the wording is uh, is said so yeah let's let's just why don't we just share yeah, it again not? definitely so definitely. we were we were here, so we wrote this this uh, paragraph, okay? Mm -hmm. But why don't I just use, you know, use the tool to paraphrase it in a different way, mm. okay? And I can shorten it. Maybe I want it for Twitter, so I want it short. So instead mm -hmm. of this long uh, sentence, you see it shortened it to just fewer words. And I can take it and it's, uh, you know, it's original content and I can uh, take it and use it. Um, so, so repurposing is, is a big deal and it, it's a lot faster with uh, these tools because you don't have to think about how can I rephrase it in a different kind of way. Um, so, yeah, th these tools are, again, very helpful uh, for that. Absolutely. And I think that's, that's like just in case people who are wondering, I think that's one of the areas where... It, it, it's, it's more genuine because you've created your article with your knowledge and information. You're now using AI to just say, okay, give me these little bits and bobs that I need that I haven't really got time to do. I'm not too sure how to focus in on this, but it's still the same message, isn't it? It's just been churned out. So it's your content, it's your repurposing, and the AI is like an assistant to say, well, you could do it like this or say it like this. And that's what I think is really, really phenomenal about it. And just, just kind of leaning in on that a bit more, like, you know, for people who might be thinking, well, how else can I use this to create income streams? Like, what are your thoughts around that? Um, that's, a, that's a good question. Uh, I think, like, at AI21 Labs, we have uh, two main products, which is Wordtune, right, that I, that I just showed you, the, the Chrome extension. Mm -hmm. And we also have Wordtune Read which is a summarization tool. Okay. So uh, you can use that to basically make any of your uh, content or uh, even other people's, um, you know, research essays simpler, written, written in, in a way that is short, uh, shorter and, and, and simpler. And in terms of uh, thinking about revenue streams uh, so there's one side which is the content pr uh, production you hasten the content production and now you can use it in all the regular uh, things like creating a video script creating uh, uh, social media posts um, mm. blog post articles emails newsletters and also you can make hard like very uh, intricate and, and difficult and sophisticated um, and long essays and articles, just shorter and, and more easily explained, and just mm -hmm. have that be more uh, ex uh, like accessible uh, documents. So there's really a lot of uh, ways you can utilize it, but basically, mm -hmm. you know, every content marketer knows that there's a certain formula uh, for turning content into revenue. Okay, so uh, you do need some marketing skills, 
But if for any client that you have, you have a blog post or social media post that brings in traffic, that traffic turns into leads, that leads turns into sales, then you can actually say how much, and you spent like six hours uh, writing that piece. So you can show the client, I spent six hours writing the piece. It, tur- it turned into five um, uh, customers this month. You yeah. can create a prediction model so you know that like in, and this is accumulative. So the article that produced five clients this week is going to produce five clients next yeah. week and so on. So every article you get a, a, a bigger revenue stream. So you can create this prediction of how much money you're going to make. So if you have this formula of content turning into revenue, you can then say, okay, if I just tap into this mm-hmm. uh, and instead of six hours, I use AI to turn it into three hours, four hours, I can actually increase my revenue, whatever it is. It could be mm-hmm. a website for coaches. It could be a website for, uh, you know, uh, uh, I don't know, gadgets. Yeah. It's, it's all for, formulating the connection between content um, and and uh, revenue. So this is an important rule to to think if you're a freelancer and and uh, in the business of 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 writing or uh, doing content marketing, mm-hmm. you can use that. No, that's fabulous, man. That's that's, that's, that's yeah. I mean, you'd be sharing some good insights there. You know, t- t- tell me a bit more about like um, a a a AI twenty one about their kind of vision and mission and you know what what is it that they're seeing in overall in terms of this space and where what can you add to that so the, the company is uh, we started in 2017 mm-hmm. so we have a, a, a lot of experience with uh, large language models and their capabilities and we're one of the only players around that we have our own uh, large language models and mm-hmm. uh, our own platform and we also have our own product and this gives us kind of a, a unique perspective into like how these models translate into uh, like how they're seen and used by, by users and this feedback is is uh, really helpful to, to create the best models uh, that we that we can, but the platform also serves other uh, developers and other companies who want to use language models in their own uh, solutions. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, generative AI is now being added, we hear, to almost every uh, product. You know, we've heard yeah. that uh, Notion is adding it and, and Canva has added it. And, you know, uh, so there's so many uses for this technology and not just for generating text but also uh, you know if you think about in the medical field uh, for law for chatbots uh, just for onboarding clients and making the experience easier um, because you have a model that can communicate and then the whole experience of everything you do can be uh, basically improved uh, so 
this spans really across a lot of uh, industries. Gaming industry is a, is a big one. Um, so it's a multifaceted company, but our main vision is to transform the way people read and write and, and improve it using uh, AI. Right, right, right. And, and you said that you, you basically provide APIs for other companies to plug into your language models and stuff. Is that right? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. All right. There was something interesting my brother found on your website. It was something along the lines of, um, you say, like, why is language harder than image for machines to work with? There's something around imagery and AI versus like words and language is actually harder than AI to produce images. Like, that was interesting. I just wanted to touch on that a bit. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, uh, you know, uh, I, I'm not the, the experts. You should. You, you need to talk with our CEO about that. But the basic concept is that for visual, you you get like like you get everything uh, in the visual. Like you have all the information in the visual, so you can feed the machine. Like these are millions of uh, cat images, and then it can recognize the patterns. You show them the, the image of the cat, but with AI, it's uh, with textual AI, it's a bit different because they, uh, it also needs to understand the rules of how the world works, mm. kind of. Mm. So this is the more uh, intricate thing because the, you ask it a question uh, and you want it to, to also understand how what, what, what the meaning is behind it and a lot mm. of the thing, times the, the meaning is in between the words um but uh but yeah it's it's uh it's been advancing since uh you know the most recent advances it's it's been spectacular so uh i don't know where it's going to uh end up with <laughs> Let, let's let's actually do, let's go a bit out there right let's just go a bit out there a bit wild we don't know what's happening like if you look at okay the advancement ai we we know um we've got these you know language bots coming up right we know that ai is now synthesizing voice as well so they're trying to make voice more human and there's some software that makes a voice and like it's literally it sounds real I, I did um a little short story using one of those and it came out like i was told that if i was didn't tell people it was ai they would have thought it was a real voice it was that good and then you got obviously the deep fake technology so you can actually map out your own face and you know create an avatar around it so you combine all those things, right? And you've got this person potentially looks, but it looks like a real person, but it's AI, right? Now, if we go into that space, where can, where's that going? Like what could potentially happen in that space? Because, you know, where people be able to differentiate the difference, like, is it going to become your own personal AI assistant that does everything? So instead of saying, I'm not going to say it because my phone's going to activate, but when you say, Hey, whatever the, you know, you know, that the avatar will start come up and start to give you what you want like what are your thoughts around that let's just go a bit wild <laughs> Let, let's go wild well you, you know uh, the access of information has grown so tremendous in the past few years like you ask you know the the assistant you ask it to play you a song from any era from anywhere and it plays you within seconds like so the access to information is already here and it's going to be even more, so you have access to any information in the world. Mm. At the mean, at, at the same, at the same time, the level of content that you people usually consume has also changed. 
So instead of like reading long books, people's attention span has been shortening more and more. Mm. Just watching, you know, I don't know, TikTok videos that are five seconds. So the access to information and knowledge is changing. And the need for knowledge is also changing, being kind of more shallow. What, where would it, some, and sometimes at one point it will reach like this, okay, people will look for the most shallow information and they'll have access to the highest information. I think at that point, the people who know how to curate are going to be the one, curate information are going to be the one who are going to lead, to be the thought leaders. Mm-hmm. So for example, you, te- you talk to ChatGPT and tell it, give me seven ways to, uh, to uh, write a newsletter. And give you seven ways. And you tell it, okay, give me 17 ways. Mm-hmm. And you need to choose the three best ways that you're actually going to act upon. So the experts who know how to pick from the options that the AI is generating, Mm -hmm. those are going to be the ones. uh, And those, so how do they know which are the top three that they need to act upon? For this, they need to have real, they know the, like how the, the, the system is built beyond like, how is the knowledge built? What's yeah, the yeah. backward reverse engineering? How does it work? They need to do all of the, gain all of the knowledge. They, there's no, no uh, shortcuts here. They need to yeah. get back yeah. to the old ways of, of learning. So we'll, I believe we'll have certain experts that actually study everything from scratch. Mm. Most people won't. They just will get it from, for granted. But these experts are going to be paid a lot of money because mm-hmm. they're going to be more sparse for you to be an expert and pick the one, the top three. Yeah. Companies are going to hire you and Absolutely. pay you a lot of money. That, this is what, that's that, what I yeah. think. Yeah. And, oh, I think you've just touched on something. I hadn't thought about that one. Like that is such an interesting point because you're right. People are going to be just consuming information quick, 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 quick but they're not going to know the deeper understanding of how that works. And then the other side, you're going to have those who say, well, how does that work? And they look and they know, and they, it's almost like you said that the bird's eye view, they'll be able to see something far bigger than just the shallow view of something. Right. Um, Yeah. The iceberg below, like what is the, 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 all the knowledge that, that leads to making this or that decision. So uh, my advice, pick a niche, and yep. really dive deep into everything that has to do, read books, like yep. do all the things that, that are kind of don't, don't make sense. And the other thing, I, I, I would say the other prediction is that, and, and this is, I think, a personal uh, like prediction because I'm, I'm but I, I feel like it's true, like that the role of stories are going to be higher. Because mm-hmm. the, if the logical information, it's just going to be there. That's right. But AI still hadn't, hasn't figured out how stories work, mm-hmm. how powerful stories are. So if you think of a story by one of my favorite authors, like Franz Kafka or, or Anton Chekhov, mm-hmm. like AI still ha- hasn't reached 
this way of making people feel emotion and, and think yeah. without logic mm. by using like a literature way like storytelling and like something that goes beyond uh, just logic yeah. and encyclopedia encyclopedic information something that has to do more with myth and storytelling and and yeah so this I don't think AI will reach this point. I think I agree with you because like it's it's like the brain, isn't it? Because they talk about two hemispheres of the brain saying your left brain is like logic and reason, whereas your right brain is like emotion and not. And as a human being, we can combine all four of those aspects together to be able to like say through your story, be able to share like a deeper message. Whereas AI at the moment, we know basically it's not like sentient or anything like that. It's like data sets, isn't it? It's worked off a lot of data set put together so you can look at the patterns and then predict patterns. Whereas the emotion and irrationality of things is it's unpredictable. You can't do that side of it. So, you you know, it's that that gap, isn't it? It's like, well, how are they going to fill that? It's never going to be able to fill that as far as I'm concerned, unless they replicate and make another human being. Right? <laughs> In which case, exactly. just get married and have babies. There wasn't... <laughs> <laughs> so oh, exactly. Going. <laughs> oh exactly i i yeah exactly i i think i i always say when they do reach that point we're gonna have a a whole other host of problems least of our concern like marketing is going to be the least of our concerns like that's right we need to to think about how we keep them from the guns yes but that's a, <laughs> i exactly. don't know when i i don't know when this is uh like but uh, i i don't think this uh this will like this is a whole other exactly issue. <laughs> <laughs> oh man ben it's you know what it's uh, been fabulous chatting to you i mean i could talk about this all day and i'm conscious of your time and i'm grateful for you joining us right any any last words if people want to find out more about it what what do they need to do yeah so go to wordtune.com and download uh wordtune and there you will find uh, what I talked, what I showed, which is uh, our paraphrasing tool and our spices, and I, I urge everyone to start writing more and start tinkering with this technology and see what it can do for uh, your business, basically. Mm. Wow, fantastic, man! Uh, ben, thank you very much. I hope the listeners have enjoyed that. Again, any questions, just send them our way. We'll we'll see, and maybe in the future we could do another one too to cover off anything that we missed. So on that note, everybody, thank you very much. Thank you, Ben. And see you next time. Bye-bye. Thanks. Thank you for listening to the Digital Report podcast. Visit digital-rapport.com and discover how to connect, influence, and inspire with ease and start making an impact today. Get tips and guidance on how to transform your expertise into a thriving online business through automation, digital products and services.